and welcome to Talking Property with CBRE, a podcast in which our team of experts share their commercial real estate insights. My name is Amanda Steele, Executive Managing Director of Property Management here in the Pacific, and I'm your host for today's episode. We're going to be talking today about how 2020 has had an impact on human behaviour and transformed workforce expectations around hygiene, well-being and security. And I'm delighted to be joined by Suzette Lamont, Regional Director of Client Solutions in the Pacific. Suze, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Amanda. It's lovely to be here. So, Suzette, we're going to talk about hygiene to begin with. So we're seeing more and more companies return to the workplace, finally. Mm. It's delightful. I love seeing a busy street. Our expectations have changed significantly, particularly around personal health and hygiene. So it's a new big focus for us. So from your perspective, what are some of the things that landlords are doing to ensure the safety of their tenants as they return to work? Look, it's probably more the question of what they're not doing at the moment because really the whole world of managing a property with safety and hygiene in mind has never been more heightened. Mm. So we're really looking at this from a very specific perspective of touchless environments Mm. and that proof and a surety of safety Mm. and proof points that that is happening. So some of the ways that we're seeing touchless environments come to fruition are around things like self-opening doors. Mm. I think you've got a good experience, haven't you, in touchless bathrooms, Amanda? Yes. So I love the fact that you can um, spray your hands with the sanitizer and then the door opens. I love the fact that you can have the soap dispenser come out without actually touching anything. I think we're getting very used to sensors. In fact, Suze, I'm sure, like me, I walk into a bathroom now and put my hand under the tap (laughs) and shocked that I have to turn it on. (laughs) Yeah. I wish it was at my home as well. (laughs) I think the other thing that we're now seeing, which we weren't seeing as much in the past, is the use of voice-activated things like vending machines. Mm. So no longer are we wanting to be touching a vending machine, but we can say, you know, please give me my 3pm Mars bar. Thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah, great. (laughs) I think the use of touch is all well and good as long as you can access it from your smartphone. Mm. And I think that's why CBRE's host product has been just so incredible during this period. Mm. Because of the way it's built, we can surface all the different apps for that that are out in the marketplace, Mm. whether it be a touchless loading dock solution or perhaps it's the lift security. But you can do it using your own smartphone, which is really clever because Mm. people sanitise that all the time themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I think the lift one was really interesting for me, Suzette, returning to work because people expected it to be a problem. People expected to be queuing for lifts, that there'd be a huge jam of people in a lobby trying to get through and it hasn't quite turned out to be like that. No, I mean, we're looking at a 65% return to work at the moment. However, that is per tenancy and we've probably only got a 20 to 30% return to work within each tenancy. Mm. So we're not at full capacity and therefore lifts aren't at full capacity. We also looked at things like lobby camps during Mm. this time to ensure that people could, you know, have a little check of what was going on in the lobby before they came to work and make their own decision on whether to come. But, you know, I don't see this as a bad thing. Mm. Having some touchless lifts or having lobby cams just means that you've already put the innovation in there as a landlord Mm. to make that return to work safe. And if we haven't had to use it, then it was 
great to have it there as a backup anyway. Yeah, I agree. I think the other interesting piece around returning to work and hygiene and safety is the end of trip facilities because I didn't think we anticipated that so many people would want to be wanting to use those facilities and of course it's a space that needs a lot of cleaning. All the time and a lot of people using it. And end of trip, yeah, you're absolutely right. The reason that they're so busy at the moment is because as we've stayed at home, many of us have started walking the dog or maybe riding around the neighbourhood and and we've gotten fitter. And we're wanting to come in, probably avoid public transport Mm. as well and use those end of trip facilities to facilitate a really great healthy work day. So what we've been able to do is actually have a booking system Mm. in an end of trip And what that booking system allows people to do is have that assurity of space. Mm -hmm. They know when they come in here that they've got their spot, that it's not going to be overcrowded, that there's a fresh towel waiting for them. They also know that we, as a property management team, have taken the foresight to ensure that we're only allowing a certain number of circulations of people through that before we get our cleaning squad in to make Mm -hmm. sure that it's um, beautifully clean for the next lot. So that technology allows you to book the end of trip space and also for the cleaners to have the visibility on when they need to go in and clean the space so you're yeah. getting that certainty of yeah yeah cleaning's been very important and I think being able to prove cleaning has mm. never been more important so I look at something like fogging which mm. who would have thought that that was ever going to be a thing that we saw in our lives they're almost like ghostbusters that come in <laughs> with this crazy fine mist over everything but just being able to film that taking place and show people that on digital screens in the foyer as they arrive or perhaps they're looking at it on their phone mm. through an app as they arrive that assurity of cleanliness has Mm. been important we've got some of our properties that are actually even showing people what brand of disinfectant they're using that's been an important thing for them so yeah the assurity of space the assurity of booking space the Mm. assurity that that's touchless Mm. all of this has made a really big prevalent play for how we now manage properties yeah great I'm going to talk to you a little bit about experience and how you get a good experience out of that hygiene and sanitation. But what I want to know more than anything else is, do we have cleaning robots yet, Suzette? I want one for at home, please. (laughs) Well, I can put you onto the TV channel and you can have a Roomba tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely are seeing um, robots now making their way into commercial spaces. And in fact, in a number of our shopping centres throughout Asia right now, those robots are not only cleaning the floor and disinfecting the floor, but they're using a UV sanitation bar. And um, what this does is it kills all traces of the virus as it goes around. Mm. So expect to see more of these. They're Mm. very visible. They can be automated. People no longer need that human touch in there. But in terms of visibility Mm. of robots, we're also now seeing that our cleaning staff are a lot more visible and you will have noticed that they're wearing bright orange. Yes, the high-vis vests. That's it. Yeah, the COVID marshals. I really like that. I like the visibility of it, which is great. And I love the fact that our cleaning people are getting more visibility because, of course, they keep it going for us. Oh, they're so incredibly important. And um, I encourage everyone who works in a big, shiny building to get to know their cleaner's name because they really are the best person out there. Yeah, for sure. Now, experience has been something on the agenda for a long time for occupiers and landlords, providing that positive experience. I think another surprise for a lot of us has been how important that has been returning to work after COVID. So I'm interested in the fact that we're seeing some buildings adopt branded sanitizers and branded cleaning products. 
I know that there are certain stores I walk into that have really nice hand sanitizer that smells and feels better than other brands. Are we going to see that as part of the experience of buildings returning to us? I think it's inevitable, isn't it? I yep. mean, we'd already started looking at beautiful hand soaps. We'd already been starting to look at perfumes and scents mm. that we put through the HVAC systems mm. that could be the signature scent of your building. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's definitely a gift for 2020. Each building should have their own personalised hand sanitizer. I love that. I want that. That's good. <laughs> Suzette, I'm going to move to wellness because I think that is a big focus. It has been a focus for a long time and so there's been um, well ratings and systems around how you can really assess the wellness of a building, but I feel like it's shifted a bit with COVID. So can you just talk to me a little bit about the investments that you're seeing from landlords around, you know, keeping those buildings and communities safe and, and what's happening in that space? Yeah, I think what we're seeing there is really the big shift towards increased communication with tenants. Yeah. So whilst we've had certifications such as well, such as neighbours, often that's kept in the background. It might be used mm. in that upfront leasing negotiation but yes. not within the community of mm. the people that are there we're now seeing that um, that's being really pushed at a grassroots level mm. so in a lot of our buildings that we have we're now pushing information such as the amount of takeaway cups that we're recycling mm. we're pushing information such as co2 readings mm. or yep. how many recycling we're doing when the last fresh air was coming through yeah right um, and this is the kind of information that again it's that assurity of cleanliness or mm. that assurity of wellness mm. so i see it as being something in the back pocket of a leasing agent mm. to really being front and center of that building community so that everyone feels safer and of course more well and so do you think those companies that have invested heavily in indoor air environment quality ratings, do you think they'll have an advantage coming out of COVID or, you know, in this new COVID normal space, will they have that advantage? Absolutely, Amanda. Mm. And we're seeing, we've seen a lot of snake oil salesmen during yeah, this time. And, and I think that our teams are working really hard at the moment just to kind of wade their way through what is actually working in HVAC and, and what is um, being sold as snake oil. Yeah. But we do know that there are a lot of filters out there. I think the one thing to keep in mind then is that um, it does affect your energy consumption. Mm. And I think you know more than anyone how that can sometimes complicate your neighbours' yeah. ratings yeah. as well. Yeah, you need to make sure you're getting good advice and that the quality of the actual advice is right up there. Suze, as we've moved to working from home and we're now in this hybrid situation where people are working from home and they're working in the office, we've all become more reliant on digital technology and I think it's a really interesting shaping of where we're going to with the new working environment around security extending not just in the cleanliness and sanitation space but that cyber security piece yeah. and I know when we all started working from home there was that concern around you know is this a secure place to work in I think that's going to become a focus in the actual workplace as well and again like wellness it's been there for a while it's now just become more important than ever 
out. So we rely on digital technology and there is a risk around the management of data security there. So what are some of the things landlords can do to protect their assets and their reputation around that cyber security piece? Yeah, you're right, Amanda. Since COVID, we've never had more demand for that just quick high-speed Wi-Fi. Mm. And of course, to have that in a building, there are a lot of penetration points Mm. for hackers, for the dark web, for people to be able to come in. So I think if you're a clever landlord at the moment, you're investing mainly in that upfront audit. Mm. You're looking at your network, you're looking at your hardware, your software, and all the points that can be penetrated Mm. in these buildings. Mm. We do have uh, certifications such as Wired Score, which is becoming more and more popular. Mm. I guess what this does is this gives a reputational guarantee of cyber security and also usability mm-hmm. of Wi-Fi, etc., and network within your building. But I think with the upturn of, especially as we come towards racing quickly towards 5G, to do this audit up front and to analyse where your penetration points are and to have a plan for patching them, that's what is going to be asked for by the smart tenants and delivered by the smart landlords. Yeah, beautiful. Suzette, we've talked about robots, we've talked about Ghostbusters, we've talked about good-scented hand sanitizer. I feel like we've touched on a lot. Can we talk about virtual concierge? Suzette, please talk about virtual concierge. I I hope it's a hologram. Almost a matter. I think what it's going to be in the future is, uh, look, sadly there has been some shifts in how we want to be spending our money. Mm -hmm. CapEx may not be flowing as fast as it was back in 2019 and so we're trying to look for where we get the best bang for our buck. So we are looking a lot at the moment of how you continue that amazing connection and um, experience and yet maybe make your budgets a little bit more efficient. So Mm. virtual concierge, imagine this. It's like a FaceTime on your phone. Yep. But you don't need to actually be speaking to beautiful Andrew, the concierge in real life, Mm -hmm. but Andrew will follow you on a screen Mm -hmm. throughout the building and potentially three or four other buildings Mm. in that city block Mm. in order to still give you great service. So I can see a great use case for this that Mm. would be that security of people returning to their car late at night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's a human being on screen. It's not like a... um it's not a hologram. It's, it's not, not a hologram. No, no, we're not doing any space invaders or Star yeah. Wars. Okay. Here. I'm good. sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. So you're still getting that human contact, but in a more efficient way. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Suzette. It's been a lovely conversation as ever. I feel we could talk for much longer and we should stop before it gets boring. <laughs> so thank you. Um, thanks for listening to Talking Property with CBRE. If you like the show and want to check out more, please visit cbre.com.au and look for the Talking Property button or subscribe through Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, thank you. Thank you.